Hello, everybody. Welcome to the At Odd Show. Special Monday edition. It's my privilege to welcome in Magic Mike back to the studio. Hey-o. How's it feel, man, after... Uh, now that you're a proud papa, how, uh, how 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 different has it changed your life? Are you sleeping? Not much sleep. A lot more time uh, in front of the TV, though. I guess you would say. <laughs> Get to watch the uh, highlights and uh, all the late games, West Coast style. So it's helping your handicapping. Uh, it's not hurting it. I guess you would say. Excellent. Well, that's good news. We have so much to talk about, man. It's been uh, it's been too long since you've been here in the studio. We we definitely have. A lot to cover. I know, as we were just talking here before, you're, you're, uh, you have a very strong opinion about the NBA and what's going on uh, surrounding LeBron. So we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to that. I, I can see you over there. You're ready to stewing. You're ready to jump out of a box on that. So that's good. Coming, coming back with energy. Fire! Wow. Um, we got all kinds of stuff to talk about today, including uh, the Celtics. We got to give out props. Winner. The professor last night he called the Celtics and uh, the Celtics came through for the professor. You and I were both. I saw you tweeted last night after after the show that uh, you were also on the Heat. So I was on that Heat wagon. You and I can both go with. What was I thinking? We lost it. Uh, what were we thinking with the Heat? How how did they talk to me now about your feelings and not about what's going on with LeBron, LeBron but let's just talk about the game now. We'll get to. What's surrounding LeBron? How do you feel about him not getting that shot now at the end of the game again? I I really can't hold it against him. Um, he's got his teammates. If you look at the play, Chalmers brings his defender into LeBron, who is able to then block the pass from behind, and Udonis Haslam has really no chance after he catches it. So it's just it's a matter of I feel practice. I mean, nobody practice practice practice. Why would you bring a defender into somebody to help have them help out on LeBron? Just give him some room and let him create. That I think we were talking about that at lunch. We uh, we got together. Uh, we were talking about uh, how uh, a guy who's the MVP can't drive to get two points. The MVP of the entire National Basketball Association can't drive to the lane and get a short twelve footer, maybe. Maybe maybe less can't get a can't get a layup and a foul maybe and a free throw to win the game. Uh, if you watch that game, yeah, he had he had two free throws late in the game that could have put him up one. I mean, he hit one of two to tie it. But again, there's that you know LeBron's got this something about him where everybody's just on his case about it. If the Heat lose the game, it's all on LeBron. I don't get it. I really don't get it. He's just I, it's gonna be there till he wins that title, I guess. So. He just says he doesn't have that killer instinct. I'll say that it doesn't feel like he does at least. A lot, a lot going wrong there with the Heat. I don't, uh, I can't understand why these guys cannot get it together. They they have a great bench. Everybody says how they have a short bench. I don't believe they have a short bench. That's not, that's not my opinion at all. I think that uh, if you look at it, <sighs> a lot went right for them. I mean, they shut. Boston down in the second half. Boston had 24 points in the second half before overtime, if you look at it. They scored around 60 in the first. So something came together on that defense. It's just a matter of guys coming together. (coughs) Instead of they're standing around looking at LeBron and Dwayne Wade, get your crap together and step it up a little bit here. It's it's wild to me. Who are the Celtics looking at to score the ball? 
Late in the game. You got Wade or LeBron. You mean the Heat? Okay, the Heat. Who are the Heat well, looking to score the ball? Oh, if you're the Celtics defense. Who, who are you keying on? I'm keying, I'm keying on LeBron at this point in the season. You right now? four guys on, two on Wade and two on LeBron, and I don't think anybody else is ready to score on the Heat, it seems. I, I don't get it. They, uh, the fact that uh, that LeBron, he hit the three-pointer to tie it in overtime, to send it to overtime. No credit for that at all. No credit at all for that. anything about that. <laughs> I know we've all of a sudden transitioned from the game to our problem with the with the shit that LeBron is doing, but I, I or excuse me, the shit that the media is doing to LeBron, not not what LeBron is doing. In my opinion, LeBron is doing everything right, and he's got that team on his shoulders for forty two minutes of that game, and he needs some help. It's Magic Mike's miracle. <laughs> I had to get that in. I had to get that in there. Where? Is Dwayne Wade? Have you seen him? I I haven't seen him in Boston at least. He I don't think he caught the plane. He just. Do you think maybe there's something bigger going on with his knee than uh, what I, they want to tell us is I going did. on? And then they put it together against Indiana, and I I thought maybe it was just a matter of heart or something like that. But it's it's very odd, very odd. Uh, Dwayne Wade. Maybe because he's got a title, he gets he he doesn't catch anything. He it's just he's like the Teflon uh, guard over there. Yeah, he's Everything almost hits LeBron. He's almost happy letting uh, LeBron take the fall LeBron, and uh, sit up there when they lose as being the poster boy. I don't get it. LeBron unfortunately fouled out last night. A um, couple of bad calls late in the game. He got a double double foul on him and Kevin Garnett late in the game when Garnett slammed him to the ground. Uh, like Basically took him over his knee and threw him down. Uh, I don't know where LeBron fouled Garnett there. Uh, that was a big call. And uh, eventually led to him fouling out in, in uh, overtime. So, probably a home court call yeah, if I had to. Obviously a home court call, yeah. Um, what are you going to do? But uh, like I said, the Heat, they came back uh Big second half on defense. LeBron shouldered the load. He got him there. Got him tied. Just couldn't get it done with the last shot of the game. I mean, it just—it always seems to fall down to LeBron. It just seems, you know, late game situations. He's got to hit the shot, but he's got Dwayne Wade there. Where is Wade? Wade wasn't even there in overtime. I was kind of gonna say that. I was like uh, looking at the replay and watching. I didn't notice it. Uh, last night, but when I was sitting there watching all those replays that we were just watching at lunch, I don't remember seeing Wade's jersey in the shot. Was he even on the court? He took that last second three in OT, but where where are you the rest of the the crunch time, you know? Mario Chalmers scored more bigger points than Wade did in the final couple minutes. I gotta wonder if this is something that's bigger with the knee and the injury, and it's gonna be something that we're gonna hear about season off surgery, excuse me, off season surgery. That they're not telling us about right now. You might get off-season surgery the hell out of Miami the way you <laughs> I don't. Whoa, easy. Down. Um, that just shows you. I'm going to call the professor out here. I heard the show yesterday. He said this is Dwayne Wade's team. but Obviously, it's not. Um, Wade said he stepped aside for LeBron this year. And you can tell Wade's not getting any flack for any of this. It's all LeBron. So, Yes. I agree. Somewhere in there, you know. I agree 100%. It's it's wild. I'm a big fan of Dwayne Wade, too, so it's it's just not it's not fair to LeBron. That's all I have to say. Nice. Well, well done. 
That was It's Magic Mike's Miracle Moment. There you go. Thank you for that. Thank you. Now let's let's move over. I think we gotta we're gonna change sports quick because uh we don't we don't have a, a huge amount of time today. NHL into the board. And we're still talking NHL finals. Do you give now we we already know what the professor's thinking. He was on yesterday. He's touting a win tonight. He said eighty out of ten on a on a on a scale of one to ten. He's going with the devils. How do you feel about that? Are you on the same page? I'm exact opposite. We were at odds on that yesterday. I'm going for the Kings. At this point, I'm feeling very strong about a Kings sweep. Where's where's Magic Mike sitting? Uh, tonight I feel the Kings are going to win. I don't I think New Jersey's going to be one of their I don't I don't think they're going to be swept out of the series. They're going to get one somewhere and it's going to have to be in LA obviously, but it's not going to be in game 3 in my opinion. LA's just going to they're going to come in tonight. Staples Center is going to be hot, exciting. You know, they're going to play off all those emotions of the crowd. And, you know, Jonathan Quick has just been insane. Martin Rodor, he's been good himself, just not good enough to keep up right now. And uh, I just feel LA's going to win this game. I'm not putting any money on it, though. However, I just don't like the line I'm seeing. This is a no-play day. No-play game, I, yes, excuse me. myself it is, yes. You know, that's valuable in itself when you can tell people, hey, this this game is too close to call. Maybe you should stay away from it. So there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, I, uh, I've i already given you my pick on this one. I think LA is going to win. I do like the under tonight. I've seen that it, the, the line has moved from 4.5 to 5. I think you got to move on that. Um, there's no doubt in my mind. Uh, the the game is going to be low scoring, so you might as well go with that extra half point and at least get the draw or the push on your side. You got to take it. That's a winner. winner. Moving on to baseball, there's uh, only like five games to play today. I know one is already in action right now. Mets at home, G pitching against the St. Louis Cardinals, looking to not lose their fourth straight in New York. Uh, it seems like the Cardinals are struggling right now. You liked my pick last night. I saw you tweet it. The Mets are on fire. I like the Mets again this morning. Uh, Getting hotter than the Mets right now. Uh, battling their way to a tie for the first place in the division. Uh, everything seems to be going right for them. And uh, St. Louis yes. still seems to be reeling from that bad call uh, in the Santana no-hitter. Um, they just got to get their heads back. And really, that's one call. I mean, seriously, that that is the least of their problems. A, a poor, foul, a poorly called foul, fair ball is the least of their problems right now. They got pitching problems. They can't get a pitcher through the sixth inning. One of their starters. They can't hit right now. They were the most potent offense in the National League. Where does this lead Mike Matheny, a rookie head coach who inherited what he thought was going to be a nice, easy cakewalk, but in reality is a team with a lot of young players and a lot of question marks. So don't be surprised right now if you see the Brewers the lowly Cubs start to sneak up and get up the asses of the Cardinals in that National League Central. I don't think at all. Don't this, forget the Pirates. Uh, you can't forget the Pirates. And, and the fact that the Pirates are close to 500, the professor and I, Jeff, were talking about this yesterday. The Pirates are close, and I'm going to say it even though I'm a month away, the Pirates are close to 500 or close to the All-Star break. I'm just going to say that. That's, my, like that. that's, my, that's my Pirates. I, I got to love that. I got to love it right there. Um. Here, here lies the problem for the Cardinals. You have to play the Brewers. You have to play the Reds a lot, and you're going to play them down the stretch. You're going to play them in September, late August, maybe even early October. i got to look a little further into the schedule. But they need to get a lead, not have to be playing from behind against these squads. Yeah, they got to build that. Uh, As the world champ, everybody's uh, coming after you. Exactly. Um, they lost a lot of production with the free agent departure of Pujols, obviously. Um but they came out hot. Got to give Matheny some credit there. 
Uh, each team goes through their ups and downs during the season. Uh, you see it across the board. You know, Boston, New York Yankees came out slow. And, then, you know, they're starting to battle back now. The season's a marathon. So, you, you know, come September, we'll see where everybody stands. Uh, the handicapping world is all about betting the hot teams. So, you know. Right it's now, all about what you've done in your last 10 exactly. in baseball. That's, is, I say it all the time. much lately, so. Uh, just keep an eye out for that. Uh, the Mets, obviously, very hot. So uh, I can't wait yeah. for later in the season when we get the playback. We discussed at lunch. In our NL East coverage. We, we put that out there early on. Mets would be a great bet this year, and uh, no doubt they have been. So even today, they were going into the game at even. you got to love that. Anytime you can get a baseball game anywhere close to even and you like it, that's a value. you got to count that as a value. A couple other games today. We'll stay in the National League. The Cubs and San Fran. I love this, this matchup right here. The Cubs do have Samarja pitching for him today, who's been pitching excellent lately. But I love Vogelsong coming up for the Giants. He's coming back up from the the his his minor league stint where they sent him down because he had some control issues early in the season. He's already he's already back up. Watch for this kid. He pitched awesome down the stretch for the Giants last year, and there's no doubt he's going to continue to do that. He was a high draft pick. He's come up early. He's been a success early in his career. So when you can get into your early 20s and you've already got a couple of major league seasons underneath your belt and you're a pitcher, that's great for you. This guy doesn't have injury problems. He doesn't have the tired arm that we hear about with some of these young major league pitchers. So the Giants, whenever this guy Vogelson is pitching, I'm all over him. It's a 3.45 Eastern time start. Right now the line is about minus 135, minus 140, depending on where you're finding it. I love the Giants today. It's one of my free picks on Charlie Beats the Odds. This is actually a great matchup between two young pitchers. Uh, Samarja and Vogelson, if you look at their last five, each of them, uh, you know, if you're getting two runs off them, you're getting, a, you know, consider that a lot for yourself. Uh, this just because of that, I I have to stay away myself. Um, but it's definitely something to watch. What do you think about the Dodgers Philly at seven? You actually talked me out. I was going I was going to go for the under in this game, but then I took a look at the history uh, between uh, Kershaw and Worley here, and when they play against each other, it's Phillies like Dodgers play. equals runs, my and friend. I'm going to go with the over on the six and a half here. I know that lately the Dodgers have had trouble finding their offense, but I don't think. A, a, a trip to Philadelphia is entirely bad Entirely bad for them. I think that this is going to do well. If Philly can can generate runs at will, it seems, at times, and Kershaw, if they can touch him early, that's when you can hit him. So look for the Phillies to get three or four runs early in the first three, four innings, and then he'll probably shut them down. But who knows? At that point, the Dodgers, even if it's a 4-3 ball game, the, that, that's the over right there. There you go. The history... Uh, against each other here is not pretty. Kershaw's he's been knocked around his last couple times against Philly, even though it's been a, maybe over a season ago. Uh, Worley the same, so there's going to be runs. There's runs to be had out there. Let's just say that. And I'm just feeling very confident on that over. I'm actually going to go with Philly on this game right now. If you go, depending on where you go, you can get him to even to plus one ten. Check out the Hilton for that one. Uh, I'm going to take Philly as the win. Uh, Manimal, Vance Worley, is pitching today. He is awesome at home. Uh, I, I like the the Phillies today. The Dodgers are struggling. A road trip to the East Coast is not going to help them, in my opinion. you got to think they're landing today, and they're already three hours behind. Dodgers, so. I think five of the last six they've lost. So they're not looking pretty, and there have been blowouts. No, no. And, then, and now Colorado, they're... Colorado, of all teams, who's not... 
not doing anything special this year. And they played yesterday, so they didn't get on a plane until the evening. They're waking up. They lost three hours when they woke up this morning. The routine is already messed up. So I got a feeling that it's going to be a tough night for the Dodgers as they adjust to the East Coast time. Why don't you go with Vance Vance Worley at anything from even to a plus plus 10, plus 110, excuse me. I love that pick there. And then if you go to 940, there's another National League opportunity. Colorado's playing in Arizona. Arizona's swinging some hot bats. It seems like their starting pitching is starting to be able to manage the first five innings, which is something that they struggled with for their first 40 games, finally getting that under wraps. <coughs> Excuse me. I, I I definitely love Arizona with Saunders pitching tonight. A minus 120 to minus 130, depending on where you're looking as a value. I think you should jump all over that. Joe Saunders is definitely a safe bet. You know, he's coming he's coming in hot again. Uh, he's always a consistent pitcher every year. So, If you go to covers.com, I know this really doesn't mean anything, but the public is 63% on the Arizona today. In Colorado, they, they've they been playing great against uh, the Dodgers, but as we said, the Dodgers have not been hot at all. So, you know, it's, it's for me, not something I would have bet, but... You know Arizona is looking very good lately, and you know at home against Colorado, you gotta you gotta feel pretty good about that if you're picking. I would play that. I'm gonna play that with my money. How's that sound? Uh, I'm gonna go all over that one. Uh, Moving over to the American League, we only got three games today. I'm gonna skip on Minnesota Kansas City. It's too close to call, really. Uh, Minnesota seems to be gaining momentum. Kansas City, though, just did win a, uh, a win a big series at home. They also won a big series on the road. Um, I'm going to stay away from it, though. This is one of those too close to call games. It's it's really not worth a it's not worth me playing. Seattle and Los Angeles. We both are all on this game. I I think uh, Santana is going to start to turn it around. It seems the the entire Angels lineup is turning it around. So. I'm going to go over this. Right now, depending on where you look, it's minus 140 to 150 in favor of the Angels. I think that that's still a value. Anything under 170 for this game is is a good number. Stay away from the over-under, though. Well, the Angels, you know, they're coming in three, winning three to the last five. They took the Yankees. Uh, they kicked them out of town, and uh, they've just been playing great ball. Uh, Irvin Santana, no matter what his record shows this year, he's a good pitcher. You know, he's he was a victim of the early season struggles with the Angels. Not getting much run support. Uh, I had the opportunity to see him pitch live against the Yankees, and he didn't really do too bad. He just the Angels scored absolutely no runs against uh, you know Hiroki Kuroda, who wasn't any good back then. But now the the Pujols has seemed to turn it around. He's he's starting to catch fire, and uh, it's just a it's just a great line. I I am definitely all over uh, Irvin Santana and the Angels for the. But I'm looking at 140 right now. Really. Winner. The last game of the night is uh you know what I just I just flicked it back. I don't like it anyway. It is uh Texas at Oakland. Uh this is a scary game right here. Feldman and Parker both coming out of the uh bullpen on this one for the first time. Feldman I don't think has had a start since last season. So just be careful with this one. I would say stay away from it or if you really want to do something crazy and this is crazy, go to the over. Right now it's seven and a half, but but either way it, it's scary. This whole game is scary. Right now Oakland's bullpen is scary. Their bats seem to be great. One game they score nine runs, and then the next game they they get shut out. So just be careful. This is one of those 
uh, inconsistent games that probably it's just an, an idea to stay away from, and you can be a winner. Keep your money in your pocket. Anytime you hear uh, spot starter out of the bullpen, it's just never going to be. Something you probably should stay away from it. Yeah, uh, like you said, the run line is probably a good bet. Uh, usually in those games, uh, well, yeah, this is a trap. Game. One of the two of them is probably going to get roughed up, right? Exactly. Uh, what are the chances of two? Uh, uh, Gems. Let's call middle to long relievers coming out of the bullpen on a spot start and pitching lights out. It doesn't happen very often in Major League Baseball. I think uh, I think that's all we got for today. We uh, we've pretty much covered every single sport. We know um, we know you want to get a hold of us. So, Mike, where do we find you? You can find me on Twitter, uh, the Real Magic Mike. That's D A Real Magic Mike. Uh, Facebook page as well, Magic Mike it's a fan page. Like us, follow us, free picks. Got a shout out for the new, uh, ooh, jeez. Got a shout out for the new edition? Uh, yeah, my uh, daughter Jordan, born uh, February, anyway, May 23rd, 2012. Uh, hopefully she brings us lots of luck. And, uh, another girl, another girl to join my two girls. We're gonna, we're gonna have fun in, in like a decade when all the boyfriends start to come around. We're really gonna mess with them. It's good stuff. Um, as always, you can find our picks, Charlie Beats the Odds, the At Odds Show. Please follow us on either or, charliebeatstheodds.com. I also have a Facebook, Charlie Beat the Odds. And on Twitter, you can find me at hashtag charliebeatsodds. I think that's pretty much all we got, man. We're going to come back to you again later in the week with another podcast. And uh, lots to talk about. we got the Midway Point less than a month away for the MLB season. That's when things start to get interesting. The beginning of August, we're going to start doing uh, team-by-team coverage of the NFL, what we expect, give you some fantasy insight, lines insight, maybe look start to look at some of the long-term odds on teams and, and what they're going to pay and what, what may be a good chance to take in Vegas. This is Charlie. Thanks for listening again on the podcast. It's the Ad Odd Show. Find us two times a week on SoundCloud under 68 Carolina Productions. Once again, Charlie beats the odds for free picks every day. Later.